0: Welcome to the J X N C L O U D. I'm Jamin. I'm Casey.
1: And I'm O-L-I-V-I-A.
0: L-E-I-T-N-E-R. Right? Kinda. She never spells her last name. So. Okay. Well, uh today we get into a rather well-known passage that no one knows what to do with. Jacob so wrestling with God.
1: Ah, yes, this one.
0: Yeah. Kind of a strange passage, kind of is (laughs) an understatement, very strange passage. But we've run into these weird situations before in Genesis. If you've been watching with us, some of this is going to be a little repeat, but if it's just you're tuning in for this episode, there's a few weird things that you need to know throughout Genesis. Uh, So is this the weird
2: stuff that we skipped at one point?
0: Yeah, we could probably put it in there. but. Part of the weird stuff is Jacob wrestles with God in physical form. Now, what have we said about this recent times all throughout the Jackson cloud?
2: Well, typically the, the angel of the Lord is Jesus mm-hmm. in flesh before he was called Jesus.
0: Yeah, So, and I think the Bible relates this all the time. There is one specific angel called the angel of Yahweh, the angel of the Lord. And whenever he talks, whatever he does, the Bible writers always blur the line. Is this God or is it God's angel? The answer is yes, he is both. And I believe that there's even connections with the new Testament that show us that Jesus was what in the old Testament was the angel of the Lord. The angel of the Lord doesn't exist in the New Testament. He's just gone. He's a main character, you guys, in the Old Testament. A main character. And then he's just absent in the New Testament. Because, in my opinion, the angel of the Lord who is God put on flesh and dwelt among us. Just as the word of the Lord appeared to Abraham, so God in physical form appears to Abraham, so the word became flesh and dwelt among us, is what John says. So That's important because he shows up a lot throughout the Old Testament. In Genesis, we've run into him over and over and over again. And I believe that this is another case where we run into the angel of the Lord, And it's just interesting the way in which this angel gets described. Because first he's a man, then he's God. (laughs) So let's go ahead and just read the passage and then talk about what we see in it. So this is right before Esau, Jacob runs into Esau. It says, the same night he arose and took his two wives, his two female servants, his 11 children, and crossed the ford of the Jabbok which again sounds like something from Star Wars. Uh, He took them and sent them across the stream and everything else that he had. And Jacob was left alone. And a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. (laughs) Which is just the weirdest statement. Like the things that just keep happening in Genesis. Like, yeah, this has happened to everybody where we just... Send our family on, and then we wrestle with people until the break of day. A man. Jacob wrestles with a man until the break of day. When the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he touched his hip socket, and Jacob's hip was put out of joint as he wrestled with him. Then he said, Let me go, for the day has broken. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. And he said to him, What is your name? He said, "Jacob." Then he said, "Your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God and with men, and have prevailed." Uh, and Israel means that he strives with God, or God strives, or God struggles with Israel, or, or.
1: As he does. <laughs> yes,
0: isn't that interesting? Like we always think of Israel as like the most, you know, blessed name. And yet the actual meaning of it is like, God strives with his people. (laughs) Yeah, that's weird. (laughs) Yeah, but But it's all based on this story. God shows up and wrestles with Jacob, and that becomes the defining feature of all of Israel. Is that not true? For all of the future books, God and Israel struggling (laughs) together? I mean, yeah, that is true. Yeah, well, it starts right here. Well, it started before this,
2: but this is, like, the monumental place where the name comes from. But it's just so weird, because, like, in my picture, in my head, like, I'm picturing, like, Jesus as, like, Superman coming down with superpowers. And then, like, randomly finding Jacob, being like, oh, hey, I think I know you. Like... Then they start wrestling, but it's like Superman wrestling with a mere mortal. Yeah. And it's just like... In my head, it's very entertaining. But, like, it's just... I don't know. That's the mental picture in my head is like... Superman coming down to Earth, like, floating with a cape fluttering in the wind... As he's, like, descending.
0: Well, and that's a question we might ask. Did he know at first? Because after... He names him Israel. Then Jacob asked him, please tell me your name. But he said, why is it that you ask my name? And there he blessed him. (laughs) So Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, which means uh, uh, the face of God. And he says, for I have seen God face to face, and yet my life has been delivered. So we at least know by the end of the story, he knows that he just came in contact with God. But we don't necessarily know, like... At the beginning, it was just a man, you know. Like, what strange words to keep just interjecting.
2: And like, one touch, and like, the hip socket was out of joint. That like,
0: probably, probably edged him on to realize that this isn't just a person, you know. Because like, on. do you think that I'm a no. spiritual being now? No. So, so he probably caught on in that <laughs> moment. Something was strange.
2: But like. I don't know, now I'm getting the picture of like what if it wasn't, you know, Superman coming down, but it was like an old man um, kind of like Yoda with a cage. Like well I think now interesting
1: <laughs> interesting part of this is the fact that they were fighting during the night and as day broke, God wanted to leave. So like Yeah. It's very much like they are fighting in the dark. He can't really see who he's fighting. And when it gets close to where he could, the man
0: Leaves. hmm Why do you think he left at the door? Like, why? Why is he just, man, he's not like, oh, it's been 12 hours. I got to go. You know, it's just like, hey, the dawn's coming. <laughs> I got to go. What do you think? Because commentators don't know what to say about that. I have a suggestion, but it's a Jamin suggestion.
2: I have all terrible ones.
1: See, I'm going with what I just said, and that he's, he's there in the blanket of the night. And he
0: doesn't want to be seen. Yeah. Well, so one thing that you could also think in the night, uh, occasionally our flawed heroes run into dark moments too, right? Abraham's dark moment is, am I going to have to sacrifice my one and only son? Uh, And then right here we have Jacob's dark moment where he runs into God and wrestles with him. In a literal way. (laughs) So, yeah, the darkness could be playing a part in it. What are your strange suggestions as to why he has to leave at the break of day?
2: He's a vampire.
0: (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. And
1: now that we're past the heresy...
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I was kidding. Um, I mean, I don't... All of mine are, like, bizarre, like... I think the answer could be bizarre. Because, like... I like the, his face not wanting to be seen idea. Because if you
0: see him, you die? Is that part of where you were going?
1: Well, that depends. Because if this was the father, then he would probably just die from touching him.
0: Props. But, unless Jesus...
1: I mean, at this point, he has been seen by people at different times as the angel of the Lord. Yeah. So I don't know why him not being seen would be important, but...
2: I mean, I have, I have another... This is, this is a bit out there, but kind of not. Like, so the night typically would be cooler. And so maybe they didn't want to do too much physical exertion during the day because that would have caused them to become too warm. And so the physical exertion happened in the evening when it was cooler. That way they can still preserve the physical exertion during that time and not do it when it became warmer.
0: Angels can't get hot, is what you're saying. Even though they're usually depicted as light.
2: <laughs> like I said, it's far <laughs> out.
0: I'm, I'm here's, fed- here's my Jamin original suggestion based off other things we've talked about before. At least that thing is original. What if. Since angels are spiritual beings, are usually thought of as heavenly hosts, are usually thought of as stars, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Because the stars in ancient times were not thought to be burning balls of gas a million miles away. They were thought to be beings in the heavens. They moved around. Astrologists believed they communicated things. They were animate objects. They weren't always where they were the night before, you know? Uh, what if, like, the way that they're thinking is, oh, this is a spiritual being. Look, man, stars are going away now. I got I to gotta get out of here type thing. <laughs> like, obviously, that's not the way it works. It's but what if voice. from, like, Jacob's understanding, like, what if that moment's like a, whoa, whoa, this isn't just a man. Break of dawn, like, he's got to... Go back upstairs, right? Because Jacob has seen the the stairway to heaven,
2: right? Right? Like he's got to get back so up there. So what to you're heaven. saying is he's a gargoyle? No, like. no, no.
0: Well, even even angels use sometimes. I guess not all throughout Genesis, but sometimes they show up at night. Abraham has a vision in the night. Jacob has a vision in the night. Why? Well, maybe because the stars. Maybe they're thinking like, hey, the angels are present right now. I think even dew from ancient people's perspective was thought to somehow be connected to the angels. You ever notice the dew in the Bible is always called the dew of heaven? Does that make any I have, sense? I have definitely. <laughs> no nope. I, I can't find the research that I came across at one point, but I think they used to think that like somehow dew was caused by the angels, by the stars let off dew in some strange way. They weren't scientific people. But I wonder, I wonder if him saying, would you let me go? It's almost a break of day. Like if that's the moment where he's like, what the, this isn't just a man. Like he's got to get back home <laughs> because the stars go away once the sun comes out, you know, that type of thing. So pre-scientific people, you got to think like Bible people. I'm not saying that this is the answer, but the Bible was written to us. Sorry, the Bible was written for us, but not to us, is what John Walton always likes to say. In other words, if we try to read the Bible as a 2021 20, kind of people, we're going to miss everything. Because there was people way before this time who wrote it. And we're trying to say a lot of different things with their own kind of culture in mind. So anyways, all that. We see it's a man, then we see it's God, but... Hosea is going to go another step further here and so that becomes important as well because Hosea is going to reference this moment and when he does he's going to mention Hosea 12:3 through 4 in the womb, he took his brother by the heel. So we're talking about Jacob and Esau, right? And in his manhood, he strove with God. Again, that's what Israel means, right? He strove with the angel and prevailed. And strove, that's Israel. And that's referencing this wrestling moment. But Hosea didn't say he strove with a man. Hosea didn't say he strove with With God. He said, He strove with the angel and prevailed. He wept and sought his favor. He met God at Bethel, and there God spoke with us. The Lord, Yahweh, the the host of hosts, the Lord is his memorial name. This is poetry, and he's doing like, he's restating God's name in different ways, right? He strove with the angel, he met God. (laughs) So you see how the angel of the Lord is always constantly being blurred together with who God is so Hosea looking back at specifically this story where Jacob strives wrestles with God sees this moment where it's like that was the angel of the Lord that was the guy who was at the top of the stairs that Jacob saw when he first left home looked up the stairs saw angels coming up and down there was the one at the top this was him and now he's wrestling with him There's a few other ways that I see Jesus in this. One of the ways, and I think we've talked about this before, probably in our Weird Stuff series, but he won't tell him his name. Right? What is your name? Why do you want to know my name? (laughs) That's not the only time that happens. That happens with uh, Samson. No, Samson's parents. When they ask his name, and he's like, why do you want to know my name, seeing as how it is too wonderful, or something like that. Like, again, he hides the name. But then... Like, whenever I read those passages, I'm always like, it's because it's Jesus. <laughs> you know, what is your name? My name is Jesus. <laughs> I think the Bible wants you to see that, though. I think it wants you to, like, I, God's playing the long game. He wants you to know by the time Jesus shows up that we would go back and read this and be like, <gasps> so it was a foreshadowing moment? I think so. Because I think it's the same thing as when Abraham is sacrificing his own son and the angel of the Lord shows up right? That's a foreshadowing moment. Hey, don't kill your one and only son. I'm providing it instead. There's a ram over there. Also foreshadowing, I'm providing myself down the road in the form of, of humanity. Right here, I think we have the foreshadowing too. What's your name? Well, I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> uh, but um, one day, we will know. And even Revelation, I think there's a point where it says, like, I will reveal to them my name or something like that. And I always wonder if that's John just, like, trying to think back over these moments. Like, one day, Jesus isn't even, like, his name of names. Like, one day we will know the name of names that's, like, hidden behind all that, you know. But there's another uh, possible foreshadowing going on here. There's a scholar named Meredith Klein. I love this guy because he says the most audacious ridiculous things that uh, scholars won't usually say. He just has no problem with it. <laughs> and this sounds good. Like whenever he's talking about like resurrection, like he's the one who will say like the crazy things that I'm like thank awesome. you. Thank you for a scholar just saying it because the rest of us try to bat around the bush cuz we're afraid of what people might might think if we were to say it straight. So when Meredith Klein is talking about this passage. As soon as I can remember where I left that commentary. He first off talks about this being pre-incarnate Jesus. So thank you, scholar, for calling attention to uh, the possibility of of that being there. But then um, he also says when he touched the socket of Jacob's hip, Right there. He thinks of Jacob's hip as basically being close to the point of where procreation is, you know. And smiting Jacob at the seat of his reproductive powers foreshadowed, portended, foreshadowed the suffering of Jacob's messianic seed. None other than his ordeal opponent here pre-incarnate. He would be smitten of God to win justification for Jacob and all the promised seed of Abraham. Uh, so, like, I don't even know if I fully agree.
1: <laughs> what?
0: Yeah, he's also very hard to understand because his language is a little more intense. But essentially he's saying, like, in that moment he touches a spot that's close to the reproduction and he gets hurt. And right here, he, Meredith would say he's foreshadowing you will one day have a child and it will bear pain. <laughs> Can we really read that in there? I don't know. Like I said, he's always willing to say whatever he sees. But I like that he says it. um, And I like that he sees Jesus in this story. But he also gives one other idea that I think we need to cover too. Why the heck is God and... Or as this episode is called, why are are Jacob and Jesus wrestling? (laughs) Well, let's think up an answer, because more confusing to me, even more confusing to me than trying to have this whole angel of the Lord be Jesus and Jesus here with Jacob, that's not hard for me. Why are they wrestling? (laughs) The Jesus of the cross, pacifistically, put down your swords, has to have this epic story in the Old Testament where he just shows up and derocks a guy, you know? Like, what's going on here? (laughs) Does anybody have any proposals except vampires and? All right. What about
2: and heat? <laughs> what if God was t- trying to like show him something without showing him something? Like I think of like Mr. Miyagi when like paint the paint the fence. <laughs> became like a technique for karate paint of it or like wax on wax off became karate techniques up down right so what if like this form of wrestling and like
0: it was teaching you, him how to beat up Esau? when he saw I guess I mean we already did see. that episode he doesn't need to beat
2: up Esau. maybe it was getting <laughs> him prepared I don't know like was, I said it was outlandish but Olivia, battle, battle training is what I'm going to say. Battle train, Okay, strange.
1: I'm going to go to the opposite and say... As usual. Maybe he's tiring Jacob out so that he has no energy to fight when Esau shows up. So that Esau has that opportunity to embrace him and show him that they're okay. Instead of him drawing a weapon and getting ready to fight and ruining it before forgiveness has a chance to happen.
0: So you're also saying he's trying to teach him something (laughs) or prepare him for something he's not aware of. It could
1: just be some sort of foreshadowing for something to come. Well, it is
0: that for sure, right? Because his name is changed to Israel, which means struggle with God, which is the story of the Bible and has been the story of Genesis so far and will continue to be the story to today. So, foreshadowing for sure, we are wrestling with God. Like, the metaphor is there. It just seems so strange that God shows up and wrestles, you know?
1: It is very strange.
0: I have only heard one proposal that is willing to, like, add anything other than, oh, no, metaphor. <laughs> I'm like, it there's got to be something more. Why wrestling? What a strange thing. And again, it comes from Meredith G. Klein. So uh, what Klein adds is that there used to be a tradition in the ancient Near East. Belt wrestling? You know what this is? I think occasionally some people do it. Is it
2: like the precursor to sumo? Uh, I want,
0: maybe. I don't know enough about sumo. But essentially, like, there's a belt on both of you. And you need to wrestle it off the other one. Whoever wrestles it off wins it, and that's like a part of it. So, um, occasionally it's used in judicial moments. So, like, we've got some records. (laughs) Wait, are you saying
2: a non-death trial by combat?
0: Yeah. Well, okay. So just think from like a more simple kind of perspective, like hey, who's going to go first, rock, paper, scissors, right? Okay. So that's no violence. <laughs> hey, who's going to go first? Our arm wrestle you for it. Right. Okay. All right. So let's say in a court case, the judge can't decide like really in the end, Who which wins? way it should go. And so one of the ways in which he might decide that is belt wrestling which was a more common thing. It's like, all right, you guys go out, wrestle the belts off of each other. <laughs> Whoever wins, you go ahead and, and like, you, you win the case. And the same thing might be seen in Job, possibly, because after Job has, like, called out God a whole lot, when God shows up, he says, Gird up your loins! <laughs> And that might be like a judicial moment because the whole book of Job is about like God's heavenly throne room. Accusations have come up in all these different directions. Now the judge has shown up. God has shown up. And there's this gird up your loins. Like in that case, metaphorical belt wrestling with Job. Let's go ahead and and talk this out. But in this case, what if this is more of like a God judicially wrestling with Jacob? Jacob, you're going to do it my way. No, I'm not. I'm going to do it my way. No, Jacob, you're going to do it my way. No, I'm not.
2: <laughs> All right, I'm okay with trial by combat. <laughs> it's it's called trial by ordeal, is the ancient. Uh... No, that's still combat. Just <laughs> non-deadly combat. Well, so,
0: yeah. I mean, do we see judicial moments in this? Because there almost is this... There almost is this struggling still here with Jacob, right? I mean, when it's over, I will not let you go unless you bless me, is what Jacob says. (laughs) As though God has to bless him, as though that's like a requirement on God's behalf. Like, there's this judicial moment, like, do I have to bless you? Oh, you got to bless me. And it's like struggling all night over this. So finally, God's like, look, sun's coming out. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't right. know. I but, have nothing more to say on that one. Do you have a better proposal is what I would ask. <laughs> I, I have not. yet I have yet to see. There are nearly any proposals on this outside of just like metaphor and meaning and whatnot. This is the only one where an ancient custom was like, okay, maybe.
2: <laughs> like, I like it. Although, yeah, I just, I don't, it seems so unusual because this is the only time this happens in the Bible. So, like, it's a very unusual, weird, kind of feels out of left field.
0: But if you were an ancient person and you were used to wrestling as a form of, like, winning over a judicial moment or deciding who's right or whatever, this would instantly, like pop out to you right you'd be like oh they're wrestling <laughs> over who, who should and if that is the case then even though Jacob seems to be so much better of a person to some extent now he's humble yeah. he's still he still wants it his way you know so yeah I'll just read Klein and then we'll let it go the angel of the Lord captain of the angelic hosts of Bethel's staircase to heaven engaged Jacob that night in wrestling combat, a form of judicial ordeal attested in ancient lawsuits. Could Jacob, the grasping sinner, wrest from the holy God a verdict of justification? In other words, could he, like, be found right? That was the real issue all along. It was by faith in the Lord who appeared to him in darkness, committing himself to the way of the cross, that Abraham had been accounted righteous. So, too, Jacob, enabled by the grace of the angel adversary, prevailed by supplicating faith. Big words, but (laughs) in the end, he does prevail. He does pull through, right?
1: Well, he does get the blessing. He does get the blessing.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, he also gets his hip messed up. uh, But he wrestles and he prevails. Did he technically win,
2: though? He prevailed. I mean, can you really beat God? Does that mean he pantsed Jesus? If it was like a belt thing? No. <laughs> okay. You're not going to be allowed on any more episodes You keep
0: this up, sir.
1: <laughs> they wore dresses, not pants.
2: I know, but if it was like... I'm thinking like sumo. And if like you take no. the belt, everything comes with.
1: Is that what happens in sumo wrestling?
0: I sure hope not. I've never watched one come to think of it, but... Now I most
2: certainly will not. <laughs> Do you uh see? No. is that what happens? No. Not in modern sumo. What?
1: <laughs> I think
2: What some... is ancient sumo? <laughs> this?
0: <laughs> oh man. Okay, we're out of control again. <laughs> yeah. Usually yeah. strangely due to Casey today, usually I feel like it's my fault, but
1: lately it has been your fault mostly.
0: Mine or his? I believe this. Oh, yeah. We gave him Mountain Dew. That was our fault. And he
1: drank it really quickly. That was not our fault. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, what do you think of this strange wrestling moment? Have you heard of a better explanation as to why they're wrestling? Is it judicial? Is it something else? We'd love a good answer. Uh, Let us know by doing the following.
1: Join us on the Discord so you can drop those. Answers, theories, and whatnots where we can read them.
2: And be sure to like, comment, subscribe down below. And we'd always appreciate it if you share the video. And we will catch you later.
0: He did not pants Jesus. Stop saying that. You can't say that. Yes, you can.